0: Howdy, boats and hoes, and boys and girls. It's your favorite little African baby back here and ready in action. I don't know what the hell that phrase was that I just said, but I said it. I am currently posted up on my couch in a blankie. And I have a tangerine LaCroix. And I just recorded episode three of Two Dunes and a Guy the Revival. And uh, now here we are for episode four. Can't believe these are back-to-back episodes. I mean, wow, what a visionary, am I right? Or what a lazy piece of shit. Who's to say? (laughs) Who's to say what's genius and what isn't genius? I'm not a genius. Um, yeah, so I was just listening back to episode three and it came to my attention that my voice is extremely nasally and congested sounding. So sorry. But this is the best you're going to get. Because, I, I don't know, I guess that's what I sound like. I, it's kind of sad when you think about it. But, whatever. Um, my sister just texted me to make her a resume for her application for school. What exactly does that mean? Does that mean, like, you don't need a resume for school, right? Like, like a CV. Like, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, did I have a resume for school? I had a resume for life because I was a friggin' weird-ass overachiever child. But, uh, I don't know if I had one for school. And, like, what that even means. I don't know. I'll figure it out tomorrow. Because it's already 9 o'clock. And I still have to fold my laundry. And I have to meditate. I can't skip it. But the thing about meditation that they don't tell you is like when you first start it. And I have a guided meditation app that walks me through how to do it. They tell me how to posture myself and when to breathe and what to think about while I'm breathing and how to clear my mind. And truly, honestly, it clears my mind. And I feel so good with an empty brain, because so often, and you can tell this by literally listening to any one of my podcasts ever, I I, I have 5,000 thoughts at all times, and I'm like, <laughs> and so, to sit there, and not really move for 15 minutes to, like, half an hour, and just, like, focus on, like, one point, is the best thing, um, I did a week-long, guided meditation on on internal self-esteem and like i really like confronted some things about myself during that time because i it was i able i was able to quiet my mind to the point where the only thing that i could think about was my self-esteem issues and like how to combat that and i realized that i don't really have like self-esteem issues as far as like um how other people perceive me because i'm just like oh hey what's up Uh, i have a beer ah, but it's more so of like how i perceive myself so um yeah so i you know i had to admit some things to myself and come to terms with some other things and uh yeah i feel great i feel healthy baby I have no idea what I'm about to talk about for 40 minutes, but you know what? Those are the best kind of conversations. The only thing that would make this better is if I was fucking sloshed, right? Am I right? (laughs) Uh, But I'm not drinking tonight. More than a glass of wine or perhaps a whiskey on the rocks. No, I'm kidding. I'm not not drinking tonight. I want to, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't know, I, I sleep with, uh, <laughs> with a sleep mask now, because I keep waking up with the sun, which is before my alarm, so I, I dug out a sleep mask that I had on my flight to California last year, and it's a jet blue sleep mask, and honestly, it's phenomenal. Like, it, it kind of comes off of my face when I'm sleeping a little bit, but on the nights where it doesn't, and, like, no sun peeks through... I swear I sleep so good. And, oh, yeah, so that's, that's where my connecting point is with meditation is, like, the thing that they don't tell you is that um, it makes you really tired when you first start doing it. And I was reading some studies on that, and apparently that tiredness is always within you, but you're just not aware of it because so many other thoughts are, like, clouding that. So when you push away all those thoughts, that thought is one of the first ones that comes, you know to the forefront of your brain once all your thoughts start rushing back after you're done meditating, because, uh, of, the, like, the survival instinct. So your body is literally like, bitch, go the fuck to sleep. What is you doing, baby? And so you have to go to sleep. And that's basically what it is. Uh, in case you're wondering. Uh... Yeah. So enough about my pretentious ass meditation. Nobody wants to hear about that. I'm sure, or maybe you do. Maybe that was interesting to do, and you're like, "Wow, damn, baby, I want to meditate too." Or yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what you're into. I've been thinking about this right, and this this entire show was originally coined to be a three person show in case you ever got annoyed or bored with any one person, you have the other two people to play off of or, and, and to sympathize with and, and to relate to and all that bullshit. And so, not bullshit. It's not bullshit. It's not bullshit. It's nice. It's good. It's good. So I've been thinking about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> USA Today, I apparently had notifications for them on my computer. I didn't know that. Uh, but Oh uh, excuse me I've been thinking about it and so maybe I I don't know maybe I should just get a, a co-host or co-host I don't I don't think it'd be hard to do a, a session over... Um, like, Google Hangouts or something like that. I don't think that'd be difficult. I'm pretty sure if you have a mic on your end and the other person has a mic on their end, you can do a podcast, like, separated. So that could be fun. Or maybe I just... I have one of my people here be my co-host. That'd be... Oh, that's cute. That's, like, such good bonding. But that's the thing with this, is, like, you have to do it with somebody that, like, you know, you have a good rapport with and that um, can talk about just, like, a bunch of different stuff. So it's tough because oh, oh my god oh, i'm sorry because it's not like this is um that and this makes no sense either because i literally just took like a big swig of cold brew coffee to like stay awake but uh this is not like um like a catered podcast you know it's not like a true crime podcast or like uh, i'm this american life or that kind of thing it's not like a publication where I'm focused on a certain topic. It's literally just me just, like, hanging out and, like, having a conversation with you babies. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can. But but that's the thing is I'm pretty sure anybody could do this. I just have to, like, talk to them. So maybe that's what I'll do. Would that be fun? Just have a revolving door of just people coming in and, like, talking to me? I think that would be so fun. But then I have you know, figure that out. I don't know. I think it'd be fun, like a different host every. Maybe if this gets big enough, I, that's that's a really it's in the cards. I think that'd be so fun. Um, what movies are coming out? I want to know because I haven't been to the movie since Dragon Ball, uh, and I I kind of wanted to go see Glass, but I heard some really bad things, which is super annoying because I saw Glass. No, I didn't see Glass. Um, I saw Split for the first time when I was at my mom's house for Christmas, and it was phenomenal. Like, oh god, apparently this is the one where I, I yawn over and over again. I would actually title it Yawn, but I don't think anybody would literally listen to it if I titled it Yawn, because they would just be like, what the fuck, like, I'm not gonna listen to something that's gonna put me to sleep, are you kidding me? Um... Yeah, I saw Split when I was home. Maybe I talked about I f- literally feel like I talked about this before. This is the problem with me doing a conversational podcast is that I talk to people every day and I have conversations with people every day and I genuinely f- can't tell remember which is which in most cases. Like am I telling you something that I already recorded or am I telling you something that I was having I was talking to my friends about? I don't know. Uh oh my god. <gasps> The Lego Movie 2, what the hell? That's out, or it's coming out this weekend, I think. That's exciting, I would go see that. Um, I would not go see The Upside, because if you listen to my uh, commentary from The Bachelor, I don't like Kevin Hart, at all. I don't like him. I think he's overrated, unfunny. I still have to see Aquaman, but I think at this rate, I need to just wait for it. Because it's at that point where there's only one showtime a day for it, and it's like, bitch, you know, that means that it's going to be not in the movies very soon. Same thing with Spider-Verse. Which, oh my god, my friend wants to go see Escape Room, and she said it was really good. But she also has very questionable tastes in, in movies, and like can't sit through TV shows and stuff like that. So, I don't know. We'll see. I would like to see it, though. I'm a big fan of scary movies all of a sudden. Um... I guess, and, I don't know, I used to get, like, really, really super bad nightmares, did you, did any of you guys, like, did you ever get super bad nightmares from scary movies? Some Tangerine LaCroix, baby! Um, yeah, no, I used to get, like, really bad nightmares from, not even scary movies, but, like, Anything would just give me, like, really bad nightmares. So, I, uh... I didn't watch scary movies for a really long time. But now I do. Again. And, yeah, it's... I like them. I like them a lot. They're fun. They're really fun! Honestly, I heard that the new Transformers movie, Bumblebee, was super good. But I fucking hate Haley Steinfeld. Oh my god, I'm dropping a lot of F-bombs this time. I'm really sorry, I'm gonna stop now. Wow. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm swearing so much. I'm sorry, I am such a sailor's potty mouth. Please forgive me. Oh my god, here's a funny story. So, I didn't swear- I swear on my life. I didn't swear until, uh, 8th grade. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not so there's this whole story about me and here's the whole story in in very very abbreviated the, my whole story in middle school is what i should say and very abbreviated short um contacts and it's so funny because i literally was laying in bed the other morning and i was just thinking about my entire life up to this point and how crazy it's been um, which is a, a different topic for a different day. Maybe I'll just do like an entire, like, three part series on here, like an hour per life segment. Let me know if you, I don't know, let me know. It's my life is, I'm, I'm It's not any crazier than anybody else's life. Actually, that's a lie. I know it is, I know it is, but uh, it's just, yeah, some a lot, so much stuff has happened to me. And so I was thinking about this. Here's the condensed version of of my middle school experience. 6th grade was fine. You know, you're still a kid in 6th grade, so everybody's pretty cool. 7th grade, still pretty fine. I had friends. I had, like, an evil stepfather, kid you not. So I'd never had anybody come home to me and hang out. And I never went out and hung out with anybody because... I, don't I had this, like, and I had this deep-rooted fear that my stepfather would do something crazy because he was, like, a drug addict and also was living off of welfare, so, yeah, and he was, like, it was bad, like, basically, um, he, like, was in bed all day in collected welfare, and so I remember growing up when my mom was at work, I basically, like, took care of the kids because he just wouldn't, and then he would just get high, and that was it. Um, anyway, um, where was I going? So, yeah, that was, like, sixth and seventh grade, like, it was fine, like, everybody was cool, and then in seventh grade, I got Like close to this kid, and we were friends, and we had like a group of friends, and we were all in like music class together and whatever. And I was like, "Oh, this is nice. Like, I'm so excited for eighth grade. Like, to see everybody, we're all gonna be friends again. Like, it's gonna be great. Eighth grade's gonna be a great year." So keep in mind, people are already making fun of me because um, I'm fat and black in a very white school and um, ugly and fat. (laughs) And did I say fat? Because I was wearing double XLs and size forty pants. Um. So yeah, everybody had a lot of reason to like make fun of me. It was just I was an easy target, and then on top of that, this kid. Oh my god! Oh my god! My TV is turning on. I don't want that. It's going to make so much noise. No. Oh no! It won't. It's not going to make any noise. That was anticlimactic. Um. Anyway, this kid that I became friends with, and I was starting to say like this kid that I like was close to, he like spread around the school he was like oh zach reese is gay so you know back in the years of 2006 to 2012 when i was in school gayness was like not cool like it was not celebrated whereas like you know today's kids everyone's gay they're all like oh i'm gay oh i'm bisexual oh yeah we're all gay together orgy like it's cool nobody cares everyone's gay uh, or, like, gay-ish, or has gay tendencies, or, by curious, whatever, everybody's on the spectrum, though, but back then, it was, like, unheard of, it was, like, oh my god, so, he spread that around, so, all of a sudden, I was, like, the fat, gay, black boy, and so, everyone was just, like, oh my god, we hate him, um, so long story short, I became emo and I stopped talking. And when I say emo, I mean I went full emo. I had I, nothing in my entire wardrobe except for things that were black and had skulls on them. I had—I distinctly remember—I had a shirt that had a skull with a knife going through it, like a bloody knife, and I wore that like three times a week because I also like barely bathed because I was one of those gross emo, gr- like greasy kids and eventually the outcasts like found me and i started smoking cigarettes and like all this stuff um and so my favorite outcast who like 2 years ago when i was back in my hometown was like trying to sell me a lot of pot i was like um no thank you but uh he 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 like would take he'd be like swearing like all the time like every other word was an f-bomb and we would just like slink around the school and i didn't talk to like anybody except for him and like three other like outcasts and a couple of the nice girls like the girls who were like nice to me out of pity um but no no guys ever talked to me like refused to it was like very few and far in between there it was just like easier for them to not talk to me and to keep their distance from me because they didn't want to be associated um so i have no idea where i was going with that it was something about being emo that was that was the tldr was that i was emo um oh my god i'm actually gonna do something that i don't ever do and i'm gonna i'm gonna pause this for a second so i can remember so give me a second give me a second Okay, okay, we're good, we're good, I remember. So I was talking about how I didn't swear forever. Okay, so anyways, I got really close with this, the, like, outcast kid, and he swore, like, every other word, so then I started swearing, and I felt like such a bad boy for doing it, because I was literally convinced that swearing meant that you were going to hell. Um... (laughs) which i don't know maybe it's true maybe it's not but like we all swear so it's fine uh yeah so i didn't swear for years there i remember there was one instance where there was this is not true and i was nine years old in the third grade and i wanted to fit in gee what else is new at you know my entire adolescence of of elementary school all the way up to high school um where i had this drive and desire to fit in because it was just it was an experience but anyway um the the um the one time where i actually did swear i was nine and third grade and i wrote a rap for my friends who were into eminem and other rap music and their favorite movie was eight mile and so i lied and said that my favorite movie was eight mile and they were like oh really and i was like yeah i love um rap battles and so i was like guys listen to the song i wrote and it said it went like this mother effer i just effed up your mother mother effer i just effed up your mother Mother Effer I just effed up your mother and that was the whole rap so it was it was just that over and over and over again and yeah it was really lame oh my god I actually really enjoyed just talking about my eighth grade trauma oh my god that's totally what I'm gonna what I'm gonna name this episode I was gonna name it my secret eighth grade life. My the secrets of my 8th grade past. But it's 100% being called my 8th grade drama. Or trauma. Trauma? Trauma. That's so good. Are you kidding me? Um. Yeah, I mean, a lot of other stuff happened that year. And it was really bad. And I almost died. Um, of my own choice. But, like, you know. It was just a really dark year. Because... It just was. It was a dark childhood for me. A lot of issues at home, at school. A lot of issues everywhere. And so because of that, I just uh, was hopeless a little bit. But hey, those dark moments in life, that's how you get where you are today, baby. That's how you turn into a shining star. <laughs> what you mean? Uh, yeah, so... Nine was a weird year, too, now that I'm thinking about it. And this is the other thing, too, that meditation has been helping with, is getting some lost memories back that, like... Because, I don't know, I don't have, like, childhood amnesia where I don't remember things my childhood, but, like... um, I kind of do. Like, I I don't remember a ton. And I think it was because it was kind of traumatic in, in a lot of respects that I'm just, like, erasing... Things that happen, but they're not a race, they're still there. It's just getting to them because I would like to remember everything the good and the bad because there was a lot of good, even though there was some bad, there was a lot more good. So, um, yeah, no, nine was weird. Nine was really weird. It was like the year that I realized that I was really smart and I was smarter than my peers, a lot of them, and um. It was a year I put a lot of my like personal frustrations into my schoolwork. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the last time I saw my dad. I was nine. Um, I got into like my first physical like heated argument with my stepdad when I was nine. Uh, yeah, it was a weird year, super weird year. I've, I became obsessed with the fandom of the Opera. It's it was a whole thing. So, anyway, enough with that sad bull nasty. I don't want to talk about things that make me upset because now I'm talking really slow and quiet. and I'm back in 2003., uh, it's just crazy how fast time passes because in some respects, I sit here, right? It's 2019. I live in Chicago, Illinois. i I, I work in the third tallest building in downtown Chicago and i work with with super giant clients every day and it's, it's just weird to think about um 7 years ago i was i woo, senior i was a senior in high school and that oh god i could talk about that year for 6 hours so i'm not even going to touch on it here that was that was the, the turning point year for worse. For good, too. I mean, senior year was the best year of my high school experience. No, the best year of my school experience. Period. Uh, but it was uh, it was bad, personally. I turned into a little bit of a monster in my senior year. Um, anyway, it's just crazy to think that that was seven years ago. And it's also crazy to think about the fact that I graduated from college like four years ago now? Or three? I graduated from high school in 2012, so that means I graduated from college in 2016. So three years ago, I graduated from college. From undergrad. It's just... It's insane. And so much happens. I feel like I was at my college graduation like it was yesterday. (laughs) Sitting there next to my best friend, completely hammered off of a bottle of champagne running through the crowds of people to go to the bathroom <sighs> that year was the best year but my life since then has been really something special so I I, I, I love it I love every minute the good and the bad isn't that a song Is that a song? I don't know. My eyes are like half open at this point. I'm so tired. But I must persevere. And I wonder now if I should... I I was going to make my lunch tonight and like, I don't want to. I just... uh... So, maybe I'll wake up early. I could stop by Target on my way to work and get a lock so I can go to the gym after work. Or I could probably buy a lock at freaking CVS or something. There's 5,000 of those in the city. I don't know. It's interesting. Something that I've noticed about Chicago people, a lot of them go to New York. Ew. <laughs> or they uh, they like New York. I think it's because they, for me, this is like ideal. Like this is the best place. I love Chicago as a city. I love the people. I love the food. I love the, the ambiance. I love how clean it is. I like the size of it. I feel like New York is overwhelming and stinky and gross. Uh, I mean, I love New York too, but it's just like, it's such a different beast from Chicago. Like, New York is just so unmanageable, and like, Chicago's so easy. So, there's a lot of differences between two. But, but what I'm saying is, like, the, the corporate people here and like kids my age who have grown up in Chicago or around Chicago, New York is like their goal. So I find that super interesting that I was the opposite, coming from that area to here. Um, I, I love that. I think that's so funny. But I think about La Jolla, San Diego, every day of my life, La Jolla, California. And I think I've decided that eventually, way down in my career, That's where I want to end up. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. That's where I want to live, is La Jolla, California. I love that town very, very much. And I was only there for, like, a day, like, exploring. And I fell in love. So that would be the best case for me. Uh, So, yeah, um... Oh my god! Yes! Let's talk about places that I've been to and my favorite. Yes, okay, here we go. Um, My trip to San Diego changed my life because it, I, so it was like two years ago where I, I had this like, no, actually it was like th- three or four years ago now. 2019 it's 2019 right now what am i saying 2013 holy shit 2013 so 6 years ago i went on my first trip abroad and i was 19 it was my first year of college and this is after i was taking like little trips you know around the, like albany to go see my friends or those kind of things the f- first year after college or after high school i'm sorry and i went on my first trip abroad and it was the thing that ignited my love of travel I didn't realize that what I was missing in my life up to that point like something that filled an empty space for me was travel so that's like my thing now Um, I love it, I love it very much so best places so that's what we'll talk about for the last 15 minutes here that you're with me you guys ah uh California. Yeah. San Diego. We, we, my friend and I, Nick, we did, we did a week in San Diego and I talk about this trip literally all the time because it was the best thing. So this was last March. It was amazing time to go. The weather was like so beautiful. Um, it wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold either. I mean, the, the ocean was a little bit cold, but it was fine, we didn't really go in the water that much, and it was, like, even nice at night, like, I love going to the beach at night, it's, like, my favorite thing ever in the entire universe, is going to the beach at night, looking at the stars, and just, like, listening to the ocean, and playing in the tide, I love it, it's my favorite, it's the thing that means the most to me, um, when I'm traveling, so, yeah, I really, really, really like San Diego. It's it's so worth it. Um, Nashville is up there. I had so much fun for like the four days that we were in Nashville. Uh, I drank a lot while we were there. I was very, very drunk. I slipped in the shower and just laid there and laughed. And yeah, so Nashville was amazing. Uh, I would say go there before you get old. If you're already old, I'm really sorry, but it, it, you won't be able to hang. So, yeah, Nashville, San Diego. Um, My first trip abroad that I was just talking about was to the Bahamas in Jamaica. So it was a cruise, and our first stop was in Turks and Caicos, and I went snorkeling there and went uh, swimming with the stingrays. And that was... It was just so unreal to be in this, this crystal ball water, like we were snorkeling, and I chipped my, I, I was really bad, I couldn't, like, swim in those flippers at all, it was horrible, um, I was, like, falling behind the pack, but, like, that's beside the point, the point is, is, um, I chipped my, my toenail on coral while we were swimming, and it hurt, (laughs) I had, like, half of a toenail on my big toe for the entire rest of the trip, no, um, that's true, but, it was just just that water that that it was like bath water and it was just so beautiful. And like to have that experience with my family was like the best thing ever. Um, So I think, yeah, that was our first stop. And then our second stop was in Ocho Rio, which is in Jamaica. And we got off the boat and then got into like a tour bus and went around and saw the nation or the city. I mean, and then we went white water rafting and then we climbed a waterfall while we were there And the waterfall was just, like, once in a lifetime. Like, that experience was just something amazing. And so was the the rafting. But for me, the waterfall was just more amazing. It was just... It was so cool. Um, The raft was really sad, actually, because we went through several Jamaican, like, towns. And while we're, like, in this group, just like, la, 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 oh, my God, this is so much fun. There was literally, like, Jamaican people, like, bathing in the river that we were going down so we would just look over and there would be people and they would just look so sad and like defeated at us and i was like shit man like i'm sorry dude but yeah no jamaica was really beautiful it felt like being in the rainforest and then our third stop was in nassau the bahamas where atlantis is so we were like on a beach right in front of atlantis Oh my goodness gracious, me oh my. My mom was like hooking up with this guy on the cruise ship. So he uh, bought us all jet skis <laughs> on the beach. And it was so cool. And there was like just people selling Cuban cigars. And this is back before like Cuba was legal again. And it, yeah, it was just an experience that I'll never forget. I got, I drank out of a pina colada on the beach and I was so happy. It was very, very cool. Um, I loved it. I loved it very much. So that was that trip. I would say, um, out of all those places that we went to, my favorite was Nassau. Just because I was whipping on a jet ski going like 95 miles an hour. That was some shit, dog. So, where else have I gone that I really, really enjoyed I went to uh, Atlanta for a conference for, like, four days, but we didn't really experience Atlanta. It was, like, really bad weather, and the conference was pretty much, like, a 12-hour thing every day. So, yeah, Atlanta was... We were there. That was pretty much it. Um, we did... And when I say we, I'm talking about my travel buddy, um, who's also my bestie. So we did a weekend in Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh does not get enough credit, I'll tell you that. Pittsburgh is so cool! Like, I don't know, we were there for... We ended up going to a baseball game there. And just going out that night and meeting some friends that we knew in the area and it was so cool, it was just so much fun, Um, I don't know, it's not a crazy city, it's like a city suburb almost, so it was just, it was easy to get around, we got dropped off by our Uber in like a super like sketchy part of town, but we, it was fine, we just walked around and it was, it was interesting to explore it, Um, I love Chicago, of course, obviously, I live here, uh oh my god boston i have been to boston like four times three or four times and every single time i just had the time of my life because um my best friend one of my best friends from high school um since high school not from because we're still besties um he uh, he went to school and he went to grad school i think i'm pretty sure it was grad school and yeah in boston so i would go and visit him like once every semester i would try to get out there and that that's a really special city it is because i i literally i was thinking about moving there that's how much i liked it It's just, it's right up my alley. It's very, it's very much like Chicago, actually. It's just a lot more colonial. And that's what I liked about it. It was, like, this most beautiful blend of, like, old and new. It was it was phenomenal. Um, Oh, yeah, also my freshman year of high school, or of college, excuse me, my friend Catherine and I, um, (laughs) like, decided to go to, and get this, like, you know, most kids for spring break, they go to, like, Cabo or Cozumel, or they go to Myrtle Beach or something like that. Oh, Myrtle Beach is really fun, too. That's another good one. Um, they go to those places. My friend Catherine and I went to D.C. And it was... One, no, I think that might have been the trip. That was the trip that, it, that changed me into a travel maniac. Because that was a few months before my cruise to the Bahamas in Jamaica. And that, that trip was just... It was everything that I've ever wanted out of out of it's the it's the experience that I almost like ma- I make the rest of my experiences kind of surround around. Um, we just it was it was just so fun like we met these guys who were literally from Germany and we thought they were so weird and we saw them at our hotel and then like the next day we saw them again and we just started talking to them we're like like hi like. No, oh my god, I remember exactly what happened. So we, my friend Catherine and I, our second day in in D.C., we were there for like three days, actually, three or four. We went to the Scientology Museum, or Scientology Church, because it was literally right by our hotel. So we walked past it, and we were just laughing. We're like, ha 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 ha, that's so stupid. And these two German guys that we saw the day before, and we were like, oh my god, they're lovers, whatever. Um, They saw us laughing at the Scientology, and because they were laughing too at it, and it was like the most unreal thing, like, that these four strangers came together, and we became best friends with these guys, like, from that moment, we just hung out with them all day, went to all the monuments with them, were with them until, like, two in the morning at the Capitol Center, um, Catherine was bonding with the one really hard, I was with the younger guy, hanging and um, it was fun it was it was it was an amazing trip and it was so quick and like we were cheap freshmen in college so our last day there we slept in an airport literally the Washington Dulles airport we slept on the fucking airport benches and just laid there on them they were hard and gross and disgusting and yeah so where else um Toronto is really 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 fun if I couldn't live in Chicago Toronto would be my next choice hands down it's very much like the Canadian equivalent of Chicago just like way 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 smaller but it's it's really cool, I really like Toronto a lot, and they have the best food, and there's like this really cool Harry Potter bar there, and like, the suburban parts of Toronto are so cool, and everybody there is like, amazing, and I don't know, Canadian people are just a different breed, people can talk shit all they want about how they drive or whatever, but like, Canadian people are like, at least from the Toronto area, are the nicest people, and I mean that, like, th- so kind, where else have I been to? Uh, oh, my gosh. So, senior year of college, uh, that was just a year of trips. We, like, went to a- another place outside of Pittsburgh called Waynesburg, uh, which was whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, we went to Charlotte for job interviews, actually. Um during senior year to get jobs out of college none of these jobs like panned out they were not real or anything like that they were just like another story for another day but like they were just uh like scams basically but that the experience allowed me the opportunity to experience charlotte for the first time And that was a city that at the time of 2016 was on the up and up, like, you know, expanding and growing and I'd be so excited to see what it's like today. It didn't really hit me with like, oh my God, I want to be here forever kind of vibe, but the weather is nice and it's a really cool city, Um, like very tech savvy and there's a lot of banks there and uh, good barbecue. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, and then I also I drove all over the Carolinas while I was down there it was interesting I drove out to I think it was called Greenview, North Carolina which sucked it was trash and then uh, I hated it I drove to Columbia, South Carolina and I fell deeply in love and I could if, if um, La Jolla doesn't work out for me that would be my second choice is Columbia, South Carolina. It's like an hour from north from Charlotte. It's oh god, it's so nice. It's just like an it's, it's a nice warm place, and I really liked it. It's like a college town almost. It's like a warm collegey, Buffalo, but more urban, if that makes sense. Buffalo, of course, um, I will always love Buffalo, no matter what. Um, my mom lives in like the finger lakes now and that's really nice Ithaca out there is so dope like Ithaca does not get enough credit Ithaca is sick man um New York I kind of already covered I used to go to New York a lot I used to go to New York a lot a lot I was always in New York but uh not so much in recent years I think the last time I was in New York was uh December twenty sixteen for my twenty third birthday. Which for all intents and purposes was like the saddest birthday of my entire life. And I had some sad birthdays growing up, but um twenty-three was really bad. I'll just go on a quick tangent for that, because we only have a couple minutes left before I go meditate and pass out. But um 23, I was trying to back out of my, like, very, very small parking lot in this horrible house that I was living in with with this evil landlord. Again, another story for another day, but, like, oh, God, my first experience living by myself was just the worst place ever, and this guy was such a creep, and he only gave me the apartment because he wanted to bang me, and it was this whole thing and I hated him, and I hate that, it was, I was living in a shoebox, like, literally, it was the size of a studio, but it wasn't a studio, which means that it was even smaller, because there was walls, it was horrible, I don't know how I lived there, it was, like, literally, like, living in a hamster cage, it was was so bad, it was so awful, and I cry thinking about it, But, um, anyways, I was backing out of that really terrible, like, man-made makeshift parking lot, it was so narrow, and his fence was, like, just there, and I literally crashed into him, like, my car crashed into his entire fence, and I was so scared, because he's, he was crazy, and, like, I don't know, he would have made me pay up the wazoo if he knew what happened. So I was, like, fighting tears and, like, fighting to get my car out of that situation so I can get to work. Because I literally was on my way to work when this all happened. And uh, as this is all happening, I'm trying to get my car, like, out of this ditch that's, like, in on the side of the parking lot and connected to this fence that I crashed into. Uh, my mirror on my right side completely just, like, snaps off. So now I'm like, why is this happening? It's my birthday. What <laughs> what is happening? And um, I I get it out. I get my car out and I get to work, and nothing happened. It was just so lackluster. It was just like another day. So and I was so hard. I remember. I remember my workload that day was just like, I was drowning, and it, it was the worst day. So I rem- I remembered. I I went through the Little Caesars drive through because there was one there in Rochester and I got a Little Caesars pizza hot and ready $5 pizza and I went back to my apartment and I parked on the street because I didn't want him to see my car because then he might have been able to put two and two together that it was me who crashed into the fence so I parked on the street not in the parking lot and of course as I'm getting home I'm walking in to the door and my landlord lived downstairs. He lived underneath me, which was just god awful and made it even worse that he was obsessed with me. And so I I like unlock the door and I'm walking up to my apartment and he like comes out of the shadows, like by my door, and he was like, Hey, looks like you got a pizza, huh? And I was like, um, yeah, it's my birthday, so I think I'm just gonna eat this. And he was like, Oh, happy birthday. And I was like, Thanks. And I literally ran away into my apartment and like locked the door. But this, I found this out later. He would go into my apartment when I wasn't home, like, would use his master key to go inside. I don't know what he was doing in there, but he would he would go in there, so I never felt safe in there, I always thought that he would come in and like, molest me or something, cause he was really creepy um, to the point where like as I was moving out, and keep in mind, I was single at this time um, but my like, best friend would just like, he he like him most week like, uh, like a lot of the weekends because we, that's what you do, you hang out with your friends and so I was moving in with him again and this other kid that we worked with um, and so we were all moving in together we were all going to be roommates and my landlord literally was just like hey if you're ever single again you know where I am and I was like okay bye and oh god I saw him again at this like festival and I don't think he saw me or maybe he did but I bolted like ran away He's like just such a predator like dude I never gave you any like inclination of anything that you should be laying it on this thick. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want that. Um Yeah, so this is this is kind of long now, and so I'm just going to end this with uh the beginning of like what I was Talking about if you're looking for some really cool places, um, I would say my top five that I've been to so far are uh, Nassau, Sandy, and this is in no particular order, uh, at all because I can't rank right now. Nassau, San Diego, um, Chicago, I'm, I'm really loving it, so there's three. And then, um, oh, Outer Banks. I didn't talk at all about Outer Banks, but my family goes to Outer Banks every May now, and I'm obsessed with it. I'm deeply, deeply in love with the Outer Banks. So that's number four. And then I would say, uh, for, for food and for a good time, go to Buffalo. (laughs) So there's all five uh and if you want tips on any of them just like tell me whatever reach out and we can talk about it you can find me on twitter and instagram at zachary swan z-a-c-k-r-e-e-s-e-1 and uh yeah let's talk about some so who's following me saluli who the hell is saluli Hey, Saluli, if you're listening, thanks for following me. Good to see you. All right, guys, I'm going to go get my laundry, and then I'm going to meditate, and I'm going to bed. So I'll talk to you guys next week, and um, I hope that you keep it real, keep it 100, and keep it sexy. (laughs) Bye-bye.